You're listening to Whose Voices, a podcast from Whose Knowledge. So, would you like to just introduce yourself and what your affiliations are and why you're here? Okay, so my name is Mamekia Chowamafo. Um, I work with the African Women's Development Fund um, in communications, actually. And I'm here because we are interested in a feminist internet. So as a part of one of our strategies to um, change in the world and empowering African women, we understand that the internet and technology um, is a driving force behind a lot of change. And so to give African women access to spaces where they get to have agency over their tech is really important. So this concept of decolonizing an internet means creating an internet, um, well for me it has meant creating an internet where people will have control. Concepts of autonomy, of people getting to tell their own story, of choosing not to tell their own story. And it's all super exciting. And there's lots of ways in which AWDF can plug in and all of the other various things like the African Feminist Forum all have real interest in sort of pushing forward these notions of feminist internet and feminist features. So AWDF yes. development is obviously in the yes. name. Yes. So can you talk a little bit about where development fits in this conversation about decolonizing the internet? Like, do we need to decolonize development as well? That's an interesting concept because of how development has traditionally worked. Um, so AWDF was funded by, well, was started by three African women who are just like, no one on this continent, no African pe- African women are actually funding African women. Why can't we do that? And that was essentially like the question that started the organization. So the concept of an organization for African women by African women in itself was a way of decolonizing or restructuring that process um, to favor people who were really working in interesting ways interesting spaces. Um, African women tend to make some of the most radical change in very particular corners of the world. They aren't always as connected up. And so to fund these women who are making this change is a way of restructuring the process. So we aren't being dictated to, but we're rather saying we know how to fix our communities, empower us. And that's what kind of the organization does. So where does the internet fit into that? Why, Why is the internet important in that conversation? So As part of our new strategic direction, um, we had focused on African futures. And the internet and technology is a driving force for the future as we have understood it in the past 20 years. Right now on the continent, more people have access to the internet than have ever had before. And having the internet in the hands of African women opens up so many possibilities for the various things they can do, both in ways of economic empowerment, in ways of being able to change the way SRHR works, in terms of advocacy and being able to advocate for your beliefs from whatever you are on the continent. So we believe that it's important to fund technology or use technology as an approach to achieve our primary goals because it is one of the most powerful and game-changing tools that are available to women now. What would decolonizing the internet look like to you from where you stand? From where I stand, it would look like an internet where oral histories are a part of our understanding of historical knowledge and not just from sort of a niche or historian's point of view, but that knowledge has to come from everywhere, from Wikipedia, from 
the general world so people understand that these knowledge systems have existed and they don't necessarily sit in particular spaces of knowledge but they reside in so many different communities it would look like a space where a woman in rural nigeria can conduct her business and have a have access to the markets and information and the power that someone sitting in New York could. It would look like everyone having the same access and everyone being able to make change in their corner of the world and stay connected up to everyone. So a community that is both autonomous but also exists within context and community. What did you expect when you came to these two days and did it meet your expectations? I think it surpassed my expectations because I was trying to be as open-minded as I could be. Um, the original futures process that we'd been through at the office had been really exploratory and had take, it took about several weeks. It was a very in-depth process. And so I tried to be as open-minded as possible and like think, you know, kind of in all the ways in which I'd had to step back from what I understood of the world to attempt to imagine different futures. I had to think, okay, let me attempt to imagine this internet, right? Because we'd had various pockets of conversation. So I had a little bit of like, ah, not sure how this is going to go. I can understand how difficult it is to get out of our sort of linear thinking. But being in the room with all of these women was amazing. All of these women and men who are actively working to change the way the internet works was amazing because they had really interesting um, expertise and ideas of where the future could go. And it was great to connect up to various people doing cool things. Do you have any personal stories or experiences with the colonized internet as we kind of understand it mm. that that you that have come up for you maybe over the past couple of days? I think when we get into conversations um, about sexual assault and those conversations online that comes up a lot because even in a space like Twitter which is quite you know again radical in its conceptualization you see a lot of the same problematic um, ideologies and hierarchies making themselves known and so I remember um, having a lot of pushback for activism about um, sexual assault on the internet actually and I remember kind of when we go into these conversations about safety and about um, protecting yourself after constant engagement those are things that really struck a chord with me because I think a lot of young women who are on the internet um, in Ghana and Africa in general are really kind of suffering from burnout from having conversations with people um, who can sometimes attack them it can sometimes be quite violent for them and so how we've managed to take care of ourselves and sitting in a room with people who are also sharing experiences of this is how I took care of myself when I was trying to engage and do this work um, was really important for me I think self-care becomes this thing that we look at as very singular of just very based on yourself but there's something about communal self-care also that's really important and so getting to have all those conversations was really nice what do you feel like you're going to take away from here oh god um everything i've made some really i've made some really interesting connections um Lots of interesting organizations that I'm going to take back home and be like, oh, um, these are groups that we should look at. Lots of really interesting ways in which to impact things like Wikipedia, which is super radical, but also has its problematic points and thinking of ways of entering those conversations and also making those spaces, spaces where African women's voices are heard and minority voices are heard. And so there's lots of different like offshoots um, 
yeah lots of really interesting things but i'm really excited to kind of get into the work of it um because the conversation is work of it in itself but there's lots of kind of after steps and i'm also really excited to do that bit is there anything that i haven't asked you that you'd like to say coming out of these two days or just about what you were thinking about coming into them maybe i think it's just it was a beautiful experience to be in a room with people who are open-minded and questioning and questioning how we do things and the systems and structures that have governed the way we do things and it's important to always be thinking as you do work like any kind of activist work or any kind of work that involves decolonizing something or infiltrating infrastructure and so it was wonderful to sit in a room with people who were thinking this way and lovely to, to tap into that energy and it'll be great to take it home and take it back to AWDF take it back to the Young Feminist Collective and everyone working in these same same spheres and just give them that energy and be like look there's so many people who care and we know it but it's a beautiful thing to reaffirm so yeah it's been wonderful here I'm super grateful well thank you so much mommy for taking the time to talk with me thank you